All right, so check it out. Welcome to another episode of Trust Me or Wrong by Robert Cursing. This episode um, is a little different. I recorded this back in like May before I even thought of, well, not before I even thought of making a podcast, but before I had any idea of what direction I wanted this podcast to go, I recorded like like five different episodes in the vault and I might like review them and determine if I want to upload them and this one right here I want to upload so I'm gonna keep it above with you I'm recording this right here and then I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to piece it together in the old uh recording and then I'm gonna put it together and I'm gonna upload that so if you're hearing this right now, that means that it worked. And the topic of discussion is Russell Westbrook. So I think it's fine. I think it's kind of interesting that I talked about this in May and the season started now. So it's think about it. Think, treat it as a period piece as most, if you will. To, you know, take a look and see if I was accurate or not. Take a look and see if I wasn't even, you know, close or just take a look from it. I appreciate all the love and support. All praise to the most high. Enjoy the episode. This topic is none other than Mr. Russell Westbrook himself. In the previous episode, I talked about shortly. I don't know if you know this or not. And then I, I, I started talking about how Russell Westbrook is my favorite player. And... What I love so, so much is that people just go up and down about this man. So, to begin, I'm just going to list off some of his accomplishments. He's a nine-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, three-time assist champ, nine-time All-NBA, 2008-2009 All-Rookie First team, I believe, two-time All-Star MVP, 2016-2017 MVP of the league. And the the most valuable thing I see on this list right here is NBA Top 75 Anniversary Team. He's probably the most hated man on that list, on that Top 75 list, not named LeBron James, I don't, and I don't understand why. All right, let's let's uh, let's 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 get into Russell Westbrook. So I want to I want to start off. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna throw out his. I'm just gonna start talking about how when he first came into the league. When well, before he came into the league in college, so he went to UCLA. And the biggest thing for him when he was coming out is they couldn't figure out if he was a point guard or a shooting guard because he didn't really pass like a point guard, but he couldn't really score like a shooting guard. So, I mean, he was just a guard. Uh, His first year at UCLA at the age of 18, 2006, 2007, he averaged a whopping three points per game. He only played nine minutes. Um, 
He had a total of 14 steals, 24 points. Like, his stuff, it's, you know, it's it's what you expect from a freshman. That's probably – and those teams were loaded. His – those that UCLA team, both the years they went to the uh, – I believe it was a Final Four with Kevin Love, Aaron Aflalo, uh Darren Collison, uh, uh, Ryan Hollins. Like, these were nice-looking teams. I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting somebody, but there was there was a couple of good teams out there. So his second year, he comes back his second year at 19, 2007-2008 year. Scoring goes up 12.7, all right? And at this point, he I'm pretty sure he just realized that he can make it to the league. And that's exactly what he does. So he gets drafted by the Seattle Supersonics, then the Seattle Supersonics, fourth pick, fourth overall first round in a 2008 draft, right? A lot of people, if you redo that draft, he goes number one for various reasons and the reasons that we're going to we're gonna talk about today. Um, I just want to... You know, forget the stats and what he does on the court, his plus minus and all that. Me, so I was watching Russell Westbrook. For the very f- first time I ever seen Russell Westbrook play, I saw Earl Watson throw a lob off the backboard mid-game to him in like 08, 09 against the Warriors, and he dunked on somebody. I think it was like Marco Bellinelli. And I was like, who in the world is that? First of all, Earl Watson, you are out of control for throwing a alley-oop off the backboard in the game. But ever since then, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Russell Westbrook has just, he's just been my favorite player. Ever since, of course, Kobe's, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, of course, Kobe, you know, at the time when he was coming in the league, Kobe was owning the league at the time. And let me get this straight. When it comes to all time, like my all time favorite, it goes, it goes Kobe, Russ, and then Dirk. No whiskey. It's either Dirk for uh, second or Russ second. I can't, uh, I'm not really sure. But back to back to Russ. So he comes into the league. His first year in the league, he's averaging fifteen point three points per game. Uh, he plays. He starts sixty five of the eighty two games at thirty two point five minutes per game. So you know it's not that bad. He comes into the league scoring. But the one thing that everyone knocked him on was his turnovers and his assists. So when he got into the league, I mean, he averaged five assists per game his first year in the league. That's good. That is good. Whether you like it or not, as much as you want to call him a ball hog or whatever. He averaged five assists per game when he came into the league, all right? Now, I have a hard time understanding where y'all get this conception of 
him being a ball hog. I don't I don't get it. I really, really, really don't get it. I don't know where y'all get it from. Because the lowest he's ever averaged was that 5.3 his rookie year. Everything else was, you know, I'm just going to name, what, the next three years from 09 to 12. So, 09, 10, oh my gosh. Just everyone, I don't know what got into him. It, it kind of flustered low-key once you go past 12, but from... 09 to 12, it was 8 assists, 8.2 assists, and then the scoring went up, so he went to 5.5 assists. And then he went to 7.4, 6.9, 8.6, and then from 20, let's see what year is that, 2015, 2016 to 2021. One year where he didn't average double-digit assists. Come on now. Come on now. 2015-2016 season, he averages 10.4 assists. Same thing goes for 16-17 year. Take point one point off of that, and that's what he averaged on 2017-2018. 2018-2019, he averages 10.7 assists. And then he goes to Houston, has to give the ball up. His usage rate goes down. His points per game goes up, which is crazy, but his assist goes down to seven. And then he goes to Washington. And oh my gosh. I thought they did him so dirty when they traded him for John Wall. Especially when I saw that John Wall wasn't even playing. I was like, what? It's like they straight up did Russ dirty. Started the season off with an injury. That's why he only played 65 games. Started all that he played, of course. But he averages 22, 11.7, and 11.5. Are you serious? Most starting centers don't even average 11 rebounds. Come on now. And the thing I just don't understand with Russ is that people give him flack for how his playing style and going too fast. But like, if you, I, I, I saw a podcast. It's called Thinking Basketball. Just so I, you know, I'm not fighting nobody's style. He talked about uh, in in this podcast where if you take away, it was with the words. The reason why the Warriors are so good is because they'll try those passes. Those crazy passes and those crazy shots that you see Jordan Poole and Steph Clay taking. Those crazy defensive chances that you see Draymond taking. The, the reason they take those is because the the volume, the volume that they take those risks at are high. Like The reward of that is high. You don't, you know... His MVP year, Russell's MVP year, 31.6 points per game. What's his highest turnover year? 5.4. And for me, I know I'm not the coach, but I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with, I can live with 5.4 turnovers per game if you're giving me 31.6 points per game. And you have to look at who was on that team. Who was the second best player on that team? Victor Oladipo? Don't get me wrong, he's cool and all, but like, Victor Oladipo is like, let's be honest, he isn't having, he isn't having the career what we thought he was going to have coming out of Indiana at number two overall. When he got drafted. So I. It's just. Russ is just an unbelievable player. I think he. I think you have to live with the turnover. Like with his turnovers. And and that's that's what happens when you have. uh, Players like Russell Westbrook. You have to be okay with. Players that. Turn the ball over. If you're not okay with him, that's not your style of player. It really isn't. It it can't be because let's look at this. So I, I'm a stats guy. I love, love, love stats. I love basketball stats. His usage rate that year, he won his MVP, was 41.7%. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. That is, I know that that is a lot. That's like not giving the ball up. But like he averaged a triple-double that year. So I don't don't want anyone to say like, oh, he, oh, he's a turnover prone, doesn't pass the ball. Yes, he does. The... What what went wrong? And I know this is it. I'm jumping every. You know I'm a I'm a close the laptop because I'm speaking about my favorite player. I know y'all heard the laptop slam. This is all straight from the heart. The reason it didn't work with him and Kevin Durant, and shout out Pastor Brandon Davis for telling me this one time we sat together. This is probably like a year or two before Kevin Durant left. He told I told we we were sitting in Subway eating, and I love Pastor uh, Pastor B. Hopefully, he gets to, uh, you know he gets to hear this and everything. But he told me Kevin Durant will not win a ring until he leaves Oklahoma City, and that's a very broad statement. That's always something you can tell us, you know, that someone says. To a star, I mean, about a star when they haven't won a ring yet. They were saying that to Kobe. They were saying that to LeBron. LeBron actually didn't, legit didn't win a ring until he left. They were saying that about everybody, all right? But, you know, it was true. Russ is a great, great teammate. He's an unselfish player, no matter what you think. But his play style isn't suit for a player that is as ball dominant as Kevin Durant. And at the time, Cameron Durant wasn't a good passer. Let's be honest. Excuse me. Let's be honest. Cameron Durant was not a good passer at the time. Cameron Durant was not a a passer. He was a one-dimensional player. I've seen seen Cameron Durant evolve into a better passer ever since going to Golden State. But 
he wasn't this he wasn't this pinpoint passer. So most of the shots that he had were going up. Most of the time that ball touched his hands, they were going up. And Russ did his job. I think Russ absolutely did his job in OKC. Yes, he could have handled it a little better, but like look what it got him. And and some of this is let's let's be honest, a lot of this ain't on him. A lot of this ain't on him. If you go back and look at when the Thunder lost three one, I mean when they blew that three one lead against Oklahoma I mean, against Golden State. I mean, yeah, he probably could have played a little better, but there were situations where, you know, Anthony Morrow was playing and his canner was playing against certain lineups where you didn't like that was no way that was gonna work. I just think Russ gets a lot of flack for how he plays. There's no there that he's he's probably the most athletic point guard we've ever seen at, at at that position. In his heyday, he was more he's more athletic than John uh John Wall, John Morant, anybody. Anybody you name, more athletic than him. The stuff that Russell Westbrook could do on the basketball court when it comes to his speed or second to none, you have to you have to go outside of that sport to compare him to, to to find somebody to compare him to. Like he has to like be like a person that runs track or something like that. I just think that he gets a lot of flack for his stuff that maybe he could control, maybe he couldn't. But like, look what they got him. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Ninety nine point nine percent chance of making it the Hall of Fame. What I want to do now is just read off some some Russell Westbrook uh, highlights for you, like what he's done in his career. Like I said, this is not a perfect show, so if there's like silence or anything like that, it's more than likely because I'm looking it up. And... As always, I'm using Basketball Reference. Shout out Basketball Reference. Um, Russell Westbrook, his career high in the 16-17 year was 58 points. He grabbed... 22 assists one game, 18 total rebounds a game. Also had 11 turnovers that year. There were, oof. That's why I love, you have, you just have to be okay with the turnover. Because when you look at this, I look at from his 08 to last year, or to this previous year with the Lakers, and I wouldn't, I'll talk about the Lakers, and this might have to be like a part like a three-part series about Russell Westbrook. But, I mean, like, turnovers on the highs is like 2008, 9, you, you just keep going now, 9, 9, 8, 9, 8, 8, 10, 11, 11, 10, 10, 10, 9, 10. I'm okay with it. 
because when you look at the game highs that year, and the turnovers and the points per games aren't always the same game. It could be, you know, never know. But it's game highs, like points per game high. I mean, not points per game, but points uh, season high that those years. Starting from the beginning of his career, 34, 33, 43, 45, 38, 36, 54, 48, 58, 46, 44, 45, 42, 35. He can score. Russell Westbrook can absolutely score. Uh, I think it's kind of strange how he just forgot how to play, or not forgot how to play, but forgot how to shoot free throws. I thought that was peculiar. That's when he entered the league. Up until what year is this? Like eighteen, nineteen, he was you know seventy seventy three percent and up. Legit was seventy three percent and up. Shot as high as eighty four percent in the two thousand sixteen seventeen season, and then after the eighteen no seventeen eighteen. 65%, I don't know what happened. I really don't. Hopefully he figures it out this year. Hopefully, honestly, I want him to get traded. Honestly, let's just trade him. I love him. My favorite team's the Lakers. My dad's from Compton. So don't try me like I don't know anything about the Lakers. And I hate when people... I'll say that for another time. But anyways, I think he he should just get traded, honestly. I think he should should get traded, find a team where they'll put the ball in your hands. Or, or Russ, don't be like Melo and be forced out the league and blackball until you want to decide to come off the bench. Maybe leave the Lakers and go to a... Championship contending team, not a high level championship contending team, but like somebody mid level, like I don't know what's a mid level team. Do? He could be a first of all, he could probably start on the Knicks. He could start on the Jazz. Let's you know send them there. Try there. Try teams like that, the Raptors, somebody like that, or go to those go to those good teams like the Celtics and come off the bench. You can still play. Come off the bench. As of right now, this is where I'm going to stop the second episode. Only because I'm a little hungry. Not going to lie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Robert Kersey. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it is 816 dot Kersey K-E-R-S-E-E that's 816 dot Kersey K-E-R-S-E-E once again I do not have a I don't understand where see that's what I get I'm over here reading the text from my girlfriend <laughs> and she got me this focus. I, oh, I want to have her on the podcast one day. I'm gonna get her on here and see what she thinks about anything. But anyways, 
I'm not even going to finish that train of thought I just had. I'm just going to forget it until I listen over to this again. Thank you so much for listening. I hope y'all enjoy your day. If you want to follow me, once again, it's 816.cursee, K-E-R-S-E-E. Once I start to get some traction on this, that's when I'm going to make the YouTube, maybe the YouTube, definitely the Instagram. And once I get, like, for real, for real followers, then that's when I'll go into Patreon and stuff like that. and, and, And just more life on this. I would also like to give a thanks to God, my Lord and Savior. Without him, this is impossible. And free walk. That's all I got to say. Till next time, y'all.